Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash, I don't work here, lady, where OP has an encounter with a security guard who's on the world's biggest power trip. Our next reply is from Happy Man Cry. Ever since COVID, I've been really careful going to the grocery store. Masks, gloves, full-length clothing, the works. Back in April and May, our local QFC used to have workers to spray and wipe down carts. But after a few months, they stopped, and now there are self-serve wipes available for all customers to disinfect their cart if they want. Well, apparently, some people didn't get the memo. Multiple times now, someone has mistaken me for an employee while I'm wiping my cart. Can you do this one next? Or, are those clean? But then they look closer at me and apologize. Usually I just brush it off with a laugh. Living in a predominantly white neighborhood as a person of color gives you a thick skin. Until today. First, while I'm wiping down my cart, there's a sudden yank on my cart and it hits my arm. I look up to see a middle-aged lady trying to pull away with my cart. Her mask is below her chin. Out of instinct, I grab the other side and pull back. This surprises her and she looks up, but doesn't let go. Excuse me, what are you doing? Karen doesn't respond and yanks again. Let go, please. The Karen stops yanking, but doesn't let go either. After a 10-second staring contest, she says, I need a clean cart. Then get one yourself. I'm in a hurry. There are wipes right behind you. Well, can't you clean another one? I don't work here. She gives me an angry stare and doesn't let go. I need this one now. At this point, the cart is no longer clean, but dang it, it's the principle of the thing. Years of letting it go is also bubbling to the top now as I stare into the face of this entitled woman who has likely gotten her way all her life. Not this time. F off, lady. Step away from the cart and get your own. And put your mask back on. She finally lets go by pushing the cart back towards me, grabs another one, and loudly complains all the way back to the store. Later, I see her getting stopped by the manager and arguing about keeping her mask on. As a conflict-averse person, I felt really proud of standing my ground, and I had to post this as soon as I got home. Our next Reddit post is from Skull Shirtagall. So, my wife's Christmas present was a gift card to a well-known sporting goods store to get herself new shoes. We went in today, and at the front of the store was a few of those arcade one-up machines that have become popular lately. I asked my wife if she'd be okay with me playing some Pac-Man instead of helping her find shoes. She agreed, and don't worry, I use hand sanitizer before and after playing. While I was in the middle of my game, I was approached by another guy. I'm in my late 20s, he's older than me, but I don't think he could have been older than 45. He casually walks up to me and says, Having a good game? Yeah, actually, I'm not doing too bad. I bet it plays terrible compared to the real thing. Actually, no, you'd be surprised, it's pretty darn close. Really? Yeah, the code's the same and the picture is pretty clear, so the only thing to worry about is input lag, and that's really low. Wow, I didn't realize these were so good. Too bad they only play one game. Actually, this one has about 10 games installed. Really? I lose intentionally so I can give him the grand tour of the machine. Yeah, see when you boot it up you can pick between all the games. And if you want more, these things are really easy to modify to add more. You can modify these? Yeah, in fact, these arcade 1-Up machines are popular choices for arcade enthusiasts who want to play a game but don't want to build their own cabinet. Because these are affordable and leave a small footprint in your house. So, the price is fair? I certainly think so. I mean, speaking for myself, I built my own cabinet. I pull out my phone and show him my pictures. But overall, mine costs a bit more than this one does. So, if you don't want to build one and you're okay with the limitations this one gives you, I think it's worth it. He pauses for a moment and thinks. You know what? I want one. 
this was pretty cool to hear, but it crossed my mind that he might have thought I was an employee trying to pass a sale on him. That's great, sir, but I should warn you, I don't actually work here. See, my wife needs shoes, and I'm just playing games to pass the time. He didn't seem to mind. I'll go find someone to help me buy this then. He turns and leaves and calls behind his shoulder. Have a good game. That was about 10 minutes ago. As I'm writing this, he and an employee are busy loading the box into his truck. Our next Reddit post is from Carl Schwarzenegger. This was about 12 years ago, so I was about 20. I was on the phone with my then wife and walking through Target doing some Christmas shopping. I was also wearing a dark blue polo shirt and charcoal slacks, relevant for later. As I'm walking through the DVD section, two older women are seemingly trying to find something. As I walked past, I hear, Sir? Sir? I'd kept walking because I figured it wasn't directed at me. I was on the phone and doing my own shopping. I found what I was looking for, so I looped back the other way to head to another section of the store. I worked at a restaurant at this time, and I also hate being in stores in general, so I was walking pretty quickly. I hear behind me, Excuse me, sir! This kind of stopped me in my tracks, and I turn, and this woman is looking at me and says, Can I get some help over here? I tell my wife to hold for a second and go over to see what she wants. She tells me she's looking for some kind of lamp. So I tell her the lamps are in the decor section, not in the DVD aisle. Weird, right? And then I continue my call with my wife and my shopping. I pass the lady one last time as I'm leaving the store. This time, I'm no longer on the phone. Well, I found what I was looking for. It wasn't where you said it was. I was sincerely confused by this woman. First off, she was in the decor section where I had directed her. And second, if she had found what she wanted, why even comment? So it's at this point I finally decided to tell her, Ma'am, I don't work here. I'm sorry I didn't help you better. She stood there blank-eyed and confused. You don't? No, ma'am. You haven't ever noticed the employees here all wear red shirts and khakis, or that I was on my cell phone? Have a good day, ma'am. I'm glad you found your lamp, and I laughed. Our next Reddit post is from Internal Use. In this story, I'm a female and I was 24 at the time. This happened over the course of a few weeks about two years ago. I was working as a construction and design engineer for hospitals. I provide plumbing and air conditioning. I work for a company that's hired by the hospital, not for the hospital itself. My company had been hired to do an emergency room renovation for an old hospital, and the plans for the existing building were really old or damaged or just didn't exist anymore. As the lowest person on the totem pole, I got the fun job of going out of the hospital to document and investigate the existing building. That required lots of going up on ladders and looking above the ceiling to track down pipes and ducts and such. Because this was an emergency room and therefore active 24 hours a day, we had to time our investigation for non-busy times, namely 3 to 7 a.m. in the middle of the week. I was also working my normal office hours during this time, so for all these interactions, I was exhausted and just didn't care. So, on to the story. I had parked in the hospital parking garage on the top floor so I could be out of the way of patients and visitors. I'd finished early because an emergency had come into the emergency room and I had to get out of the way. I had some extra time, so I decided to close my eyes for a bit while driving to the office when I was woken up by a tapping on my window. A man was peering in the window. We'll call him Parking Dude. I waved at him, thinking he was just making sure that I was alright. He gestured for me to roll down my window, so I cracked it to hear him better. He gruffly declared that, Employees are to park in the back lot or on the street if that's full. Next time, I'll have you towed. He then turned and marched back to his golf cart, which he blocked me in with as I called out, I don't work here. He left, I left, and I went to work thinking it was a one-time deal. Little did I know. Over the next few visits, I came back to my car to find increasingly angry parking tickets about parking and employee parking from now on. 
These tickets were printed on standard A4 printing paper and were very obviously homemade. They had a blurry hospital logo and terrible word art parking enforcement written across the top. The notes threatened booting, towing, and demands for my supervisor's name so I could be reported. I wish I still had them to share with you. My coworkers and I had quite a laugh over them. I even left a note on my dash saying that I wasn't an employee, and the next ticket had a rant about lying and said, You'll be written up for lying once I get your supervisor's name. Then one morning I came out to find the peeking dude waiting for me. He had blocked my car with his golf cart and was grinning at me like the cat who got the cream. I walked up to him and he said, Employees have to park in the back lot. You're in so much trouble. I demand to speak to your manager. Yeah, he really said that. Give me your name and number in the department you work for. I won't let you leave until you give me your manager's name. He did have my car blocked in. I tried to explain that I wasn't an employee and pointed out my outfit. Work boots, jeans, safety glasses, a tool belt with flashlight, tape measure, lasers, and a clipboard with my drawing plans. And I told him that this is where the hospital administrator told us to park. But he insisted that my disguise wasn't going to trick him and he demanded to speak to my manager. I was so exhausted and I wasn't really up for arguing. So I just pulled out my business card and my boss's card and handed them over. I had already told my boss about it and he just told me to ignore it because he had already confirmed with the hospital that that was where I was supposed to park. This dude pulled out his phone and called my boss to report me. My boss, an older gentleman who was also president of the company, later told me that he told Peking Dude that he had to let me leave or he was calling the cops. When the dude hung up, he told me, I'm letting you leave this time, but next time you park here, I'll boot your car and find your real manager's number and report you. Some trick with your friend won't work. He got in his golf cart and zoomed away. Luckily, my boss found this whole thing hilarious. About a week later, I went back, and after I finished my work for the day, I headed back to my car to find that he had sort of done what he threatened. (laughs) There was a thick chain looped around the handle of my driver's side rear door and a cinder block all tied together with a large padlock. I knew this guy was a bit nutty, but I also figured out that he didn't have any real authority, so to find this half-clever, half-poorly-thought-out ball and chain attached to my car was a bit of a surprise. Now, I got into engineering because I like solving problems, and this wasn't a particularly complex problem. I simply rolled my back window down and lifted the cinder block and excess chain into my car, and then drove away. (laughs) I passed Peking Dude on the way out, and to say that he was shocked was an understatement. And I gave him a jaunty wave as I drove by. It was a cold drive back to my office with the window open, but it was well worth the look on his face. When I got to the office, I had to go in and sign out the bolt cutters and was followed by a parade of my coworkers who had to see it for themselves. I had to go back one more time and I was eager to see what Parking Dude might do after his last plan failed. I came out to find that he had tried the chain and cinder block strategy again. This time, he had wrapped the chain around the bottom of the wheel a few times and had the cinder block tied pretty close to the wheel and the chain through the handle again. It was definitely chained in a way that would take a lot more ingenuity to get out of. Or a pair of bolt cutters that I hadn't returned to the office. You know, just in case. I cut through the chain, unchained the car, and then loaded the whole contraption into my trunk. Peking Dude must have been harassing some other person, because he only pulled up as I was backing out of the spot. He blocked my car again with his cart and jumped out. He came to my window, and I did roll it down just to see what he had to say. Hey, hey, where are the chains? How did you get loose? This is stealing! I'll have your job for this! I never did hear the rest of the rant as I yelled, Magic and I'm not an employee. 
during one of his pauses for breath, and I drove around his cart and left. It was the most dramatic exit of my life, and it will probably never be topped. That was my last day there, and I've since gotten a new car, so I'm not sure if I'll ever run into Peking Dude again. I'd like to think that he's still puzzled over how I managed to unchain my car. My boss did lodge a complaint, but I don't think anything came of it. Anyway, that's my I don't work here story. Hope it was worth a read. This guy sounds like one of those types of people who gets the slightest amount of power and it goes straight to their head. He didn't really care about where you parked. He just cared that you told him to do something and you didn't do it. And that hurt his little ego. Also, I'm not sure about the legality of what that guy attempted, but I feel like he has to be breaking a law. You can't just chain someone else's property so they can't leave. That feels like basically theft, right? Our next reply is from Hyper Mushrambo. When I was 17, I worked at McDonald's. Now, the fact that the McDonald's uniform is black and red and the Walmart uniform is blue has little bearing on this story because, as we all know, the only colors a Karen can see are beneath me and my reflection. So I went to Walmart after I finished my shift at McDonald's. I was still in uniform, and my hair was a mess, so I still had my McDonald's hat on. I swung by electronics to check out the games, and while I was looking at them, there was a 10-year-old kid and his mother talking to an employee about what game he wanted to get. I overheard their whole conversation while looking at the games myself. He wanted a Pokemon game, but he didn't know which one to get. It was between Ruby and Emerald. The kid was clearly into Pokemon, but this was his first time getting one of the games because he just got his first Game Boy and he could only get one. His mom clearly had no idea, and the employee, a very pleasant older gentleman who clearly didn't know anything about Pokemon, were trying to puzzle out the difference between the two games. I loved the kid's enthusiasm and totally understood his anxiety about wanting to get the right one, and since I could see his mother and the employee struggling, I went ahead and politely interjected myself. As a big fan of the games, I knew an unhealthy amount about them. I explained the difference between the games and answered his questions about them, and he ended up going with Emerald. After the very relieved adults headed off to the register to check out, I was about to leave when an older woman with her husband got my attention and asked, I need help with the TVs. I responded, sorry, I don't really know anything about TVs. Well, why not? Aren't you expected to? She huffed back. I realized that in spite of my uniform, she thought that I was an employee, so I laughed and told her, sorry, I don't work here. I work for McDonald's. She huffed again and said, well, you were helping those people just a minute ago. Yeah, because I knew the answer and was able to help. She snorted. Well, why would you do that if you don't work here? I was genuinely baffled by the question, and I just looked at her and said, To be nice? Well, I don't know why you would do something like that. I just stared at her. Like, how do you even respond to that? After a moment of silence, she finally asked, So, can you help me with the TVs or not? I just said no and walked away. I don't quite understand what about basic human kindness is so confusing, but there it sits. But the little boy got his torchic, and at the end of the day, that's what really matters. Ah, yes, everyone remembers their first starter. Mine was Bulbasaur. What about yours? Let me hear from you down in the comments. That was our slash I don't work here, lady. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.